Hello my lovely listeners, how are you doing? It is Get In The Box here, welcome back to Furry Trash. Just hopping in really quick to let you guys know, this episode nearly didn't happen. Uh, it was absolute chaos trying to get this one sorted. Everything that could have gone wrong, went wrong in true Murphy's Law fashion. So starting off, my power went, then my Wi-Fi cut out, and then my microphone decided not to work. So everything happens in threes, I guess. But in fairness to Fox Star, I want to just say a big big massive thank you to them for helping me make this episode be possible and have it out in time in fairness i had sent them on the messaging link on anchor and they individually sent me messaging clips of every single answer so this episode will go out in time and i wanted to say big massive thank you to them for helping me out with this i really really hope you guys enjoy this isn't your quote-unquote conventional podcast episode recording but it certainly is definitely one to get on the books a thank you again, Foxy. I really hope you guys enjoy listening to the episode. Welcome back to Furry Trash. I'm Rose Get in the Box and welcome to the podcast for Furries by Furries. Just hopping in really quick to let you guys know that Furry Trash has been nominated to its very first award. The voting process is very simple and it takes two minutes. All you do is go into the description of either this episode or any episode published between now and April 20th, 2021. Click the link in the description called Power of Podcasting. Watch the video, which is approximately a minute and a half long. Copy the link to any social site that Furry Trash is on, such as Instagram or Twitter. You can find Furry Trash on Instagram at furry.trashpod or Twitter at ftrashpod. Thank you so much and I will see you then. Hey there, I'm uh, I'm Foxine, and um, I do tattoo work in the fandom. Um, I kind of just started off as a, a regular kind of artist and kind of transitioned to doing tattoos, uh, but that's that's kind of that's kind of where I'm at now. Um, how I created my persona. So actually. Um, my uh, the persona that you have portrayed on the front picture is actually my secondary persona. Um, <clears throat> she, uh, my first persona, my my main one is actually a fox. She has got like blonde hair, green eyes, and just like her fingertips and her toes are are black, but just kind of like that regular foxy look. I never was one to really get into like the whole sparkle sonas to begin with. So, Foxine, jumping in, who are you, what you do in the fandom, and how did you create your persona? My duck, on the other hand, her name actually is Stormy, and that was actually kind of a funnier story than me just creating my fox. Um, it was one day, I was out at um, a furry get-together, and um, it was a dog get-together, we were drinking and everything. I got so drunk, um, one of the, the makers was there and I sloppily, you know, fell all over them and was like, I need a duck. I need a duck for Sona. And, uh, you know, more drinks, you know, a headache and hangover the next morning. Um, check my bank account. I'm out like 200, 300 bucks and uh, I have a duck suit on the way. So the, uh, the fursuit came before the character, actually. So, I mean, there's... That's the short, short version, uh, but, you know, there there you go for that one. 
So you're known online as a tattoo artist. How did you start in your tattoo journey? How I got into tattooing was um, kind of like an interesting situation for me. Um, since I since I drew a lot, like I draw all the time, um, my friends at the time were like, oh man, you should get into tattooing, you should do this. And they actually bought me a kit for Christmas. And uh, in all reality, I should not have gotten into tattooing. Like as much as I love my my where I'm at now, it was definitely a huge journey for me. And it wasn't the most pleasant of journeys, to be honest. Um, a lot, <laughs> it's like a lot of stuff actually goes into tattooing that people just don't even think about. Um, time, money, and the fact that you can really, really mess somebody up. So I actually did mess some people up. Um, my roommates would let me tattoo on them. I tattooed on myself. And um, the people in, that were in my life have since gotten everything covered up. And I've covered up my own starter messes. And um, I wish somebody would have just told me, like, my stuff was not very good to begin with. And um, But, I mean, as a starting tattoo artist, any kind of artist, like, you get that negative criticism and you're just quick to jump to that defensive. And um, I just, I wish I would have had that when I first started for sure. Um, but I mean, I guess you just keep going, keep plugging along. And um, I really had more improvement when I finally got an apprenticeship. Did anything surprise you in particular about working with furries compared to working with general public? I actually really do enjoy when I get to tattoo somebody's fursona on them. Um, I know it's kind of like the kiss of death to some. Uh, there, There is like rumors that are spread around. Like if you get your tattoo or if you get your fursona tattooed on you, you know, you're going to lose that sona and things are going to happen or you're going to get disconnected. And I'm like, I have my fursona tattooed on me. I have my foxy tattooed on me. And I mean, I really haven't seen that, but I, I definitely have had people who have tattooed their sonas and we've had to cover them all up. But I'd have to say the majority of them, it, it's fine. I mean, that's just kind of a dumb little rumor. And, uh, you know, get get what you love. Get what represents you, you know. You get to wear it. So, yeah. So combining tattoos with the whole furry thing, um, it really wasn't a huge difference for me. Uh, the majority of what I draw or like to draw is animals anyway. And animals make really good tattoos. I think the biggest leap was transforming my art from doing your typical traditional on paper to making it so it's able to be translated into skin. Um, what I was told and kind of what makes sense is it's kind of like working with watercolors. Um, layering color with tattoos is kind of just like that, layering watercolors. And um, that way you can get kind of a nice blending and everything. Um, but I have found like I can actually use the way that I draw fur texture and I can actually do that on a tattoo, which is which is really nice. This week's episode is sponsored by Dogville Shop. Express your inner animal with their adorable animal ear headbands. Available in many sizes and styles, including accessories like bows and charms. Check out the link in the description for more information. 
Did anything surprise you in particular comparing your work with the general public and then comparing your work with furries? Nothing really surprised me about working with furries. In all reality, they have been my best clientele. Um, furries understand like when you buy art, I mean, it's, it's something personal to you, you know, you tip your artist, um, you know, they've been everything polite, like they work with you and everything. It's like the normal folks that have been the ones who give me trouble. Like they give me attitude and be like, um, I'm going to need you to do this. I'm going to need you to draw me this dream catcher with all five of my kids' names in it. And I'm going to need it at a discount price because I'm a mom. Um, yeah, I've never had a furry do something like that ever. Like they've just always been polite. <laughs> yeah, I love working with furries. I'll work with furries all day, every day. And what advice would you give to younger tattoo artists who are maybe just starting off in the tattoo community? Oy, so in regards to advice to young tattoo artists, the very first thing that comes to mind when anybody asks me about tattoo advice is don't. Just don't do it. Like, I, I know we're supposed to be, as an artist, you're supposed to be like the supportive type. You're supposed to support your artists and everything. But I'm going to just stop folks right here and just let you know. Um, I'm going to tell any artist that asks me, I'm going to tell them all of the negative things about being a tattoo artist as the very first reaction. Like, it's it just like my body goes into that weird fight or flight mode. Like, oh, you want to be a tattoo artist? Why? I think a good chunk of why I start out so negative is because I just had like a really bad experience when I was first getting into doing tattoos it was all hunky-dory like at the beginning with my friends but when you're tossed into the real world like the real world is really cool especially in the tattoo community um it's primarily dominated by men and um they uh oh man just like if, if you can't take a joke in the tattoo world or if you can't take criticism like they don't people don't put up with that like at all but if you get past, you know, the bullying, the art shaming, the all the negative stuff, um, I mean, I think that's where you're in the clear. You got to be kind of tough to be in this environment. Um, so, you know, negative stuff aside, like if you, if this is what you're going for, if this is what you're wanting to do, I would have to say the best advice that I was ever given for this to start is to have a built up portfolio. Get all of your art together. Do flash pieces, put your best pictures forward, just get it all together and try to find yourself an apprenticeship. Um, it's real cutthroat out there. So, and it's real competitive out there. So make sure you have your stuff like pristine in order, all that jazz. Since this is kind of trade work, you don't necessarily have to be an artist to do tattoos i mean if you can trace and kind of shade and learn the technical aspect of it you can do it um but it's my opinion this is 100 my opinion that i feel like you really do need to be an artist before you become a skin artist um for me personally i won't go to any tattoo artist um, unless they are an artist first um i specifically look for the things that they do and they create to see their style, to see what they can do, to be able to put that 
on my body. And um, I also try to represent that myself. I try to have a lot of flash pieces. I try to have various art projects going that I can show just to show people that I, I can do this artistically. And so I know that I can do it on somebody's skin. And I could really, I could really just go on about like what to tell a, a, like a young tattoo artist, but I, that would just take up way too much of the, the time because I, I do, I go back and forth between, you know, like what's negative, what's positive, you know, what you should be doing, what you should be looking out for. And it's just, there's just a lot to unpack and it's, it's definitely a little bit more that I can kind of explain. So, I mean, if people want to like ask me at another time or something, I, I might be able to go more in, in depth with that, but I, w- I won't, you know, go too crazy with it. But overall, I think the last bit of it is uh, don't give up because it's going to be harsh. It's going to hurt. It's going to be terrible and test you. But if this is something you want to do, like just go in and go for it. Yeah. Sorry to be like that negative Nancy on that one. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, it's just, it's just been a heck of a journey and, um, I mean, I have an apprentice of my own right now and I'm trying to kind of like get rid of that stereotype that, you know, apprenticeships are like, you know, cutthroat and, and everything. And I am, you know, trying to get over that, I guess, quote unquote trauma. Um, but I really enjoy teaching, you know, how to do this and everything. But, um, yeah, my apprentice is, he's really cool and he's willing to learn and, Hopefully, hopefully, you know, we'll make a, a good or good tattoo artist out of this guy. His stuff's pretty cool too. But uh yeah, you know, don't give up. Well, Foxine, thank you so much for sharing your experience in the tattoo community and your experience with mixing furry and tattoo and all the help that you're going to give and the advice for young tattoo artists. I personally did not know that it was so hard for tattoo artists to start off with an apprenticeship as I would know nothing about tattoos or even the community around it. Speaking of community, where can people find you online and check out your work? All right, so where can people find me? Um, pretty much anything Foxine, F-O-X-E-N-E or Foxine Star, add my S-T-A-R-R at the end of there. Um, you can find me. Like, I have not changed my artist handle since I first created it. <laughs> so, like, I have an Instagram, Twitter. Um, I'm trying to do the whole YouTube thing. So, you know, if you're watching me on YouTube, though, like, I have weird tics. So I'm so sorry. Like, I I don't feel like I, I'm not very video savvy yet, but I'm getting better. I'm getting better. Um, yeah, like. I have a whole link tree. I'll just I'll just send that to you and everything. So I mean that that just might be easier for people. But um, yeah, if people are ever in Denver, Colorado, um, you can always stop by. I I work at Fortune Cookie Tattoo, just right right in the heart of Denver. Um, pretty easy to find. Um, I don't plan on going anywhere, and uh, I'd love to create custom pieces for people. Um, I do offer to draw up people's tattoos if they're not able to come into Denver. Um, if you still kind of want my art, I, I do some of those. Pretty much just schedule them just like tattoos. So you, you get them within a reasonable time. And um, yeah, it's, it's pretty easy to find me. <laughs> Thank you.
just want to let you know before we go this is the end of season five of furry trash and i will see you all in a couple of weeks time on april 18th 2021 with episode 50 until then see you next time bye